So, welcome to episode 14 of 3P Set. This week, uh, we have some bad news. Stan Lee passed away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the reaction. Yeah, we, we were all, you know, I know he was 95, but it's still like, damn. Was yeah. it really like that? No, I thought she was. He, he did so much. Too. Yeah, it's 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 just like one of the things where it's, you know it's gonna happen soon, but when it does happen, it's still it's still like, it's damn. somehow shocking. It's like, oh man, it's, it just it, sucks. it just sits into reality that he's gone. Right? You know, he had so many more cameos to give. Mm. I was waiting for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was waiting for it. Uh, I don't really know how people can be sad about a 95 year old <laughs> passing away. It's kind of what a 95 year old does. Yeah, man. Like, um, but did, you play, did you play this great role in y'all lives? From a, I mean, from a distance, yeah. It's not like it's not, it, he wasn't like immediately influential, but what he created was very influ- influential. Okay, because you read comics, though, right? Yeah. See, I never read comics growing up, so my relation to Stan Lee was my first recollection of Stan Lee was in um, Spider-Man the animated series when he had a cameo in there. Right, I was gonna yeah. say you watched Spider-Man. I mean, you still know yeah. it's still it's still every, it's still everything. That's a cartoon. I don't. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's a cartoon made by, by made by a different studio. Okay. I mean, that's that cartoon wouldn't happen without Stan Lee. I mean, Spi- I mean, that's Spider-Man, that's Iron Man, that's Blade. Did that's you cry when Chuck Jones died? No, I didn't cry when Stan Lee died. Were you upset when Chuck Jones died? Yes. Okay. Uh, Chuck Jones, if that's uh, Looney Tunes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, I wasn't. <laughs> exactly. I didn't know who Chuck Jones was. Yeah, so I don't know, he, he I don't know who Chuck Jones does, is, but I, I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna I'm, I'm gonna automatically assume that he's a racist. Yeah, I mean, all, I was about to say all those had racial caricatures in it. So why the fuck would I be upset over that? Stanley, Stanley was. Stanley a- didn't have racial caricatures. <laughs> no, not in a bad way. He created. I mean, X Men, Black Panther. He literally made Black Panther. He literally made. <laughs> look at okay, his face. Like, okay. He, he you never gonna get a, a white. He looks like a disappointed teacher. <laughs> nah, that's no, not that. No, I, it, it was kind of sad though. I mean, I feel like, like people admittedly. were more sad about not seeing Stanley in Marvel movies than about the fact that he's dying. And even then, it's like they pre-recorded a bunch of them already, so he's still gonna appear in a bunch of movies. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like. It's kind of hard. I don't like, know what if his what if his last cameo is going to be in the Avengers four. I mean, are you really missing anything? I mean, no. I mean, so. I'm sure. I'm sure he shot his he shot his cameo already for Spider Man. Yeah, like they said, he's done a bunch man. already because yeah. like, they knew he was old as shit. <laughs> probably, they probably just lined him up and all Excelsior. the movies. He probably shot all these cameos like five years ago. Like, all right, let's go and get these out the way. Probably. Yeah. Did y'all know that Stanley um, wrote a manga? He started. He, cre- he created a, a manga. No. Yeah, yeah. You telling me about it, right, Trent? What's yeah, it yeah. So the author that did Shaman King, him and Stanley partnered together and created Ultimo, the boy robot. It was like the boy robot or some shit. But it's like he made two androids. One was the incarnation of everything good, and the other was the incarnation of everything bad. And then he kills himself. It's like, all right, now duke, <laughs> now duke it out. I want to see who wins from hell. Yeah. Wow, that's, oh, that's, 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 that's the same artist that did uh, Shaman King, so nice. it's beautiful. Check it out. That's what yeah. made me really want to go. That'd be great to see as, a, as, a, as an anime after he passes. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. They t- might actually go back and touch on that. Yeah, I remember on Spike TV that show they had uh, Stripperella. Yeah. No, <laughs> that, was that was created by Stanley. Well, Stanley did Stripperella? What yeah. is Stripperella? Oh, that sounds familiar. Stripperella? Stripperella, I believe, was I voiced by Pamela Anderson. Yes, yeah, super- she was. Stripperella. It's like a stripper. She was like a cop was, or something like that? No, she was a stripper superhero. Oh, okay. it's like oh yeah. 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 yeah it's it, was on Spike it was on Spike TV. The height of the toxic masculine era. Yeah, canceled after one season? No. No, that's like. Probably it, had like it three. probably stopped after one season, but I don't think it got canceled. But um, I remember one of the villains was like Octopussy. And I was like, and Stanley was in it. He like was an octopussy? No, he was an octopus. He was like... Oh, that was that so a, I thought that was a James Bond movie. It was. It was like a reference. That whole show was just nothing but a bunch of pop culture references um, to other gotcha. shows. But yeah, that was her main thing. Like She used her stripper abilities to fight crime. <laughs> That's 87%. <laughs> no, it's not bad. It's not it wasn't bad. too bad. Do y'all have any favorite uh, Stanley cameos? Or just uh, favorite movies attached to it, better yet? Uh, I did. Ab- I did appreciate the, his, I guess, reasoning of being in all those cameos, saying like he's one of the watchers. So he, mm-hmm. he's an actual. Instead of being just just doing cameos, he's an actual character within the Marvel universe. 
Yeah, so it'll be interesting if they uh, like Super play Meta. into all of it. Yeah, I mean they did at the end of, um, I think it's like one of the one of the Avengers. Uh, you know that you know that the last five minutes he do something like that. Uh-huh. He was actually speaking. He was actually talking to like the, a group of the Watchers, as in he's a, you know telling the recollection of the things that were happening. Like it was it was almost like. It, I think this would have been better if it was like if they showed it at the end of like um, Infinity War two, like if they showed him talking to the uh, the watchers, like hey, this is all the stuff that happened on Earth, and then so you know after, after he passes, he's you know he, you know he dies, and then you know. I mean, granted, we don't we don't know what's, what his game is going to be at the end of Infinity War two. So if they did do that, that would be like crazy. Yeah. Like make him like, eternity, like make him like eternity or something like that. Yeah. Great with like eulogize him. I just hope they don't do what he did with um in Star Wars, then the last Star Wars movie, yeah. Carrie Fisher. Yeah, when she died, and then like after she like because she dies in the movie. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. No, she has been out like two years. She dies in the movie. Yeah, she does. No, she doesn't. The ship explodes and she's drifting out in space. Yeah, she came back. Yeah, she came back. Yeah, she That was a perfect way to kill her off. Like, she dies in real life. Fuck the movie. She dies in real life. She dies right here in the show. It's a perfect example. All right, boom. You know, they sit there and they brought her back to life. One, I just didn't like as a as a Star Wars person. Because she's such one with the Force. This that is why. Doesn't make any, like, they did so much with Aww. that movie that like went outside of what the, would, would be understood with the Force to be. Which the director came out and said that was his like goal. Was like, t- I'm going to take everything you like about Star Wars and just fuck it up. Because the story, <laughs> the story needs to change. In, in so many words. I'm going to yeah. put a big like, horse cock on it. Essentially, like um, when they struck down the uh, when the lightning, excuse me, when he when the lightning hit the tree and it burned down the sacred text and all that, that was literally his allegory. Like, yeah, I'm destroying Star, what you perceive Star Wars to be. I mean, Star Wars fans are gonna be happy either way. So yeah, and that was his, that was his reason because Star Wars has been so formulaic. I'm gonna destroy it. And just so my whoever, own. Yeah, who, so whoever comes after me can literally do whatever they want to do. And even James Abrams, that's kind of why they hired him back to get Star Wars back to a certain place. Mm. He was like, yeah, we kind of we kind of went too far because the main criticism of, of A New Hope. That's the name of the newest one, Episode Six, right? Uh, don't remember. A New Hope is the first Star Wars movie. Yeah, what was the name of the the Force Awakens. Yeah, the Force Awakens. The biggest criticism of Force Awakens, which was directed by James Abrams, was that it was too formulaic. It's literally just a new hope all over again. Like it's literally it's literally just that same movie reiterated and mm-hmm. staying the same formula. So people were upset about that. So in the second movie, they said, Alright, we're gonna destroy all this shit. And now nah, people are upset about that as well. <laughs> well my point being <laughs> Don't do that. Like that is he did, like have his little cameo at the end. I say R.P. Stanley and let it be done. Don't like force him along. Besides, like the canvas he already shot, that's cool. Well, that's like comparing apples to oranges in the sense that Carrie Fisher is a main character in every Star Wars movie, and Stanley's just the cameo guy in the Marvel movies. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to compare the two. Like in one movie, Stanley's a bus driver, in the next movie, he's a World War II vet, and um, whereas Carrie Fisher was the main character since like the 70s. No, I'm saying I don't want Marvel to. In acts of like to try to eulogize Stanley, they try and make it. They have to do this whole side thing when he, like, oh yeah, he, the the watcher theory is real, and he's playing this big role all over. And they have they spend like a segment of a net, of a movie oh, just talking mean. about Stanley and how now that he's dead, all this stuff is now. They probably turn that into an after credit scene or something. Yeah, they could. I, 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 they might that on their streaming service. Marvel's not gonna fuck up their. Uh, they're not gonna fuck up their money like like that. I don't know. Marvel's a billion dollar industry at this point. They they can do what they want. Yeah, they really did back bounce back. Yeah. But if they did put it on the streaming service, would you like? Would that be something I'll watch? No. What does Marvel have to no. do to bring you to this like Disney streaming service? I feel like there's enough buyouts about nothing. like Stanley. Yeah, no. I'm no, not I watching watch Disney that. streaming service. I can't do it. What else do they have? Like, there's, I mean, other than like no, Disney movies. Um, so they're gonna have. They they already said they're doing a Loki. Loki's gonna have his own show. There's gonna be a. Um, Who cares? I mean, Scarlet I Witch has a huge fan base, but still. Yeah, Scarlet Witch is gonna have her own show. Wow. The the rumblings that they can do a uh, war, like a word of Wakanda, where they go deeper ooh, into like all ooh, the sad characters, and not okay. focus on Chicago. Um, Star Wars. The they already have their own show on there. 
So I'm sorry. All the Netflix Marvel shows kind of ruined any opportunity for me to really watch Marvel shows because it's just not going to be the same quality as a movie regardless. Except for Daredevil. I, you know what? No, I just watched that Daredevil. last season of Daredevil, and that was good. The last season of Daredevil was amazing. It's, I didn't pre- watch it's premium the first Netflix two content. I'm not powered through 10 seasons. <laughs> it's premium, it's premium, premium Netflix content. But it's really good. It's really good. I just jumped in there I and was like, guys, this is good. But I'm not powered through 10 seasons of bad Marvel Netflix content to get to Daredevil. No, you don't. don't. I just I didn't even watch the first two seasons. I just skipped oh, just directly into like the third season. Like the fight scene, the fight the scenes in Daredevil season three, they're probably some of the best fighting scenes I've seen from like American content. It made me go back yeah, and watch the first furry, two furry, episodes. Furry, furry. There's yeah. a dude his superpower is literally he can see. That's Daredevil. <laughs> but times two. He's got both eyes. Daredevil glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. His, his ability is he picks up shit and throws it at you. Like, if, so if you're fighting him in the office, he's grabbing staplers. He's, he's literally one, he's one, of the best villains of, one of the best villains I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I, he has I, the best villain name. Like, if, if, if what's his name? Um... Hawkeye? Hawkeye. Hawkeye. If Hawkeye wasn't buns, then he'll be. Uh, <laughs> Wait, did you say buns? Yeah. Bro, he's getting too old for this shit. Are you talking shit, about bro. buns? The, the TV show that I think you're talking about? No, he just be just in buns. Yeah, it's like because like, it's, 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 it's like. Oh, he's, he's, I thought you were talking about. Okay, never mind. There was a whole TV show called Buns, but we were going to talk about it. What is it about? No, it's about dancers. It's okay. <laughs> and you thought he was calling Hawkeye a dancer. I thought he was. <laughs> good, 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 good. Excited. Hawkeye out there shaking ass. It's like, whoa, what role is he playing this? No, nah, but if, if Hawkeye just wasn't ass, he would be Bullseye. Because his, oh my God. He like literally you he talking just, about Bullseye? That's what you're talking about? Yeah, I remember that Ben Affleck movie. It's a horrible villain. But if it was done well. The guy, this, is, this is Bullseye done well. Like, yeah, he, I didn't know that's who he was he, playing. He's like, his, his, his like uh, somebody who has a, like the most accurate, you know, the most accurate so hands close he can fight. Right now. I just remember that Ben Affleck had a Daredevil movie and you I just watched use, all more motivation again. Yeah, I know Ben Affleck You, you just got to forget all about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You can't let Ben Affleck hurt us anymore. Yeah, he can't hurt anyone. <laughs> he's not Batman no more, Hashtag, is he? No. I hear what you guys no, are saying. I, I, already, I already pulled out of Batman. Good. Good. No, they fired him. Even better. Even better. Oh, Wait, so what are they going to do now? Who knows? Nobody knows what they're doing. <laughs> it's, it's DC. All the shrugs. Go see Aquaman. That's, <laughs> that's, their, that's their current game plan. You that's can, it. You can pay me to see that. But I hear what you're saying about Daredevil, but niggas were saying the same thing about Iron Fist, so I don't know about that. Dog. No, that was boring. Iron Fist was a lot of things. That was, I still never that was very Iron Fist season. So do y'all think uh, Netflix is still like the premium when it comes to like streaming services? Well, they're more valuable than Disney right now. Yeah. So what are the other options? Yes. It's but they're also $20 billion in debt. That, but see, people take that the wrong way. Every company has debt and like liabilities and assets and stuff. But Netflix being $20 billion in debt doesn't mean that they're not making money. It just means they, they're investing more into like other things. I think Turner's like $60 billion in debt, and they're like one of the biggest cable companies in the world. Mm-hmm. Didn't they just merge with someone? People kind of people hear Turner? the word. I'm not sure about Turner. Maybe. I, think, but, yeah, I feel like they absorb somebody. But yeah. people hear the word debt and think that instantly means like, oh, they're doing bad. Like when actually, it's when planned debt is a whole other thing. It's like taking out a loan, knowing you can pay it back. No, no, I think. Or like, how is it going to affect me in the first place as a consumer? Like, I don't really care if they're that much in debt. As long as yeah. like my prices aren't going to go up, I could. No, but I do feel like Netflix. They're like. They're on this crusade, like replace television, and they have like the cable. The I don't cable, have cable company. Uh, I'll tell you firsthand right now. How many of us have cable here? Yeah. Exactly. What it took? <laughs> I think they said it took HBO thirty years to hit the number of subscribers that Netflix has already just hit, like last month. Yeah. Oh wow. It's insane. And also, Netflix has the advantage of like being a global company and being the first in the market. Yeah, like they're recently. Yeah. They came out like. Blockbuster just shit on themselves. They, they, they really did. They see how much people love like uh, Asian movies. Like, didn't you just watch The Raid, Madrid? I watched The Raid. I watched Shaolin Soccer. Nice. I watched Lion Tiger Gate. <laughs> Bro, there's some shit on there, dog. Yeah. So, like, Netflix used to come out and say, like, yeah, they're in for the upcoming 2019. They're looking to produce 17 new, like, Asian centuries. They redid a lot of the dramas that I watched. They were Korean and mm-hmm. they redid them Japanese. Yeah, their yeah. Korean yeah. dramas are amazing, too. Yeah. They're all, they're all like, Media that. Gardens, which is like. Off of like one of the biggest ones, Boys Over Flowers, which is Korean. Anyway, they all I've, I've oh, no, seen. To be honest, I've only seen like twenty different ones. I, they all they're all the same to me. Well, to be they are. <laughs> they always have like the same like arc, like all like. Like how Mexican novellas have like the same type of arc. I don't watch Mexican novellas. I watch those as well. I've seen a few. Different culture. 
Well, I like the drama. So, just like drama across the board. Yeah, a little bit. I just read this out. Like, I don't even need the subtitles. I'm just like, I know something happy. You just slapped the shit out of her. So, right. Like, I'm on <laughs> it. So, so you can, you can sense the shade. <laughs> How do you feel that Netflix starts, like, taking things you already like and mm-hmm. doing that? Because they're talking about um, animating uh, Altered Carbon. Who was you really big on that, Madrid? I try yeah. to watch I it. I still say go watch Altered Carbon. And, and Pacific Rim. Then they cast an animated Anthony them. Mackie for season two of that. Yes. Oh, really? They did, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Should be interesting. I don't yeah, know. Carbon didn't hold my attention. What? I couldn't, I couldn't go back and watch it, but it didn't. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't one of the best me. Netflix shows I've ever seen. Really? Ultra Carbon? Yes. I saw like two of it. It's like, it's Blade Runner the series, and. Each episode is yeah, it. different. There's like a, there's literally a VR Hill episode, which is, I'm like, Black Mirror, Black Mirror. They, just, they put him in VR and just torture him for a whole episode. Oh, nice. That's like, that was probably one of my favorite shows that I've watched on Netflix. Or did, you, did you like Ozark too? I did like Ozark, yeah. I see I, both of those shows. I don't know because they were just all great. They could not hold my attention to save my life. Like, Ozark? Like, I'm three episodes in. Ozark was a B to me. I'm three episodes in. I'm just yeah, like, Yeah, I definitely am not watching that third season of Daredevil now. <laughs> 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 definitely not. It was, it was like, I, I hate it. Skip, like, I, into it's, it's, the it's, fourth episode. Honest, it was, it was, it's just Jason Bateman's archetype. Wait, which I, character I never is that? that? No. <laughs> which character is that? Uh, Jason Bateman. Uh, which one is that? Ozark is a show about him. A white guy oh. having to watch money for the mafia. Oh. Not the mafia, the Mexican cartel. Oh, what's the difference? Please don't kill us. Um, but I enjoyed the show. It's definitely kind of a more of a slow burn. Okay. And I think that's kind of what I like about it because it makes them focus more on the plot and stupid yeah. shit. Like, the last episode was pretty great, though. Right. Do, you, do you feel like uh, Ozark like, marketed towards you? Well, I'm not a middle-aged white man, so no. Um, Are there any black people in that show? No. No. There's not. Not in... No, not Ozark. <laughs> but I don't. There's not really a place for black people in a show about the Mexican cartel and white people in Missouri. It'd be kind plenty of, of black people in Missouri. Not in the Ozarks, allegedly. There's not a lot of black people in the Ozarks. It's more so about white trash. I mean, that's like the Ozarks is near where I'm from, and like people go visit the Ozark, but it's never black people. It's always it's literally white, white people go visit the Ozarks. Like they're in the country, and it's just like rednecks and white trash, and then and the Mexican cartel. So it's like, where would you really fit black people into the show without kind of somebody would have Isn't to call like them a black nigga. cop or some shit? No. No? Damn. Yeah. That, no. <laughs> See, I didn't even watch that much of it. See, there's, there's nothing. I don't know. Ozark, it doesn't feel to me. So like, besides Mexican cartels, I'm talking about more Mexican cartels. Have y'all been watching Narcos? No. Mm. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. I kind of let, let it die after Pablo died. I, I signed know? up for Pablo Escobar. <laughs> exactly. That's it. To be honest, middle of second season, I was like, this doesn't change. Like, the, nothing. Like, it's like the same thing keeps happening over. It's like, we're going to get him. They don't get him. We're going to get him. We got him. He gets away. Mm. Let's go get him again. I love this shit. <laughs> it's just same. It's just, it's just the same. It's just, it's just the same shit. I'm sure they're just waiting for El Chapo to die. It'll be locked up like for real, for real this time. There's already an El Chapo show. I know, I know. Uh-huh. I, I'm waiting for Narcos to do it. <laughs> I do know when they were filming Narcos, like there was workers were going on strike and shit because like I think somebody died, mm-hmm. and they're like Netflix can't protect us down here. Like why are we filming this shit? Yeah, his uh his son came out and said that either y'all gonna start paying us for using his name or niggas gonna start disappearing. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Like copyright laws is like on it. They just like, are we just gonna take? Yeah, I, no, I think. Mm, I, think the, I think the right way. Uh, no, I'm saying. in the sand. I think the way works that anyone can make one. Like, you don't have to, you don't need that person's intellectual. Like, uh, you don't, if I wanna make a biopic about you, I come to you, hey, I wanna make a biopic about you, you say no. Nothing's stopping me from saying, okay, I'm just gonna I'm saying he's not gonna sue you. He's just like, we're just gonna kill you. Yeah, that's all he can do. I'm sure. I'm not even gonna do that. He was recently on trial, and they said like jurors, they were like every every juror they got was trying to get out of it, and one of them got picked to be on the jury, and he just started crying on the stand. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna die, but my family's gonna die. Like people are doing crazy things to get out. Like somebody was like asking him for his autograph. Like people were being like, yeah, I love Al Chapo, or just blah blah blah. I would straight up be like, I'm not gonna do this shit. Take me to jail, please. (laughs) I will be in jail right next to him for I'm a juror on this case. Yeah. But um, 
Like, you know how much money you have to be for niggas to continuously try and break you out of jail instead of just finding a new leader of the organization? <laughs> like, you know how loyal niggas have to be to you for that shit? Nah. That's the person you want me to put in jail again? There's also fear. There's like, uh, I mean, I thought I was running like rampant. Well, the fact that he wasn't running rampant when he was in jail, they said uh, in Mexico, people come showing up with their heads chopped off, people just kicking your door and cutting your head off, stealing your shit and leaving. Wait, what? Like Mexico is running rampant? But yeah, like it, the crime in Mexico got so rampant because it wasn't organized anymore. Yeah, and that's one of the theories about yeah, like, that's, uh, that's one of the theories about why that El Chapo keeps escaping. Like he, they, they put him, him out. Yeah, they put him away, and then crime gets so bad in Mexico that the government literally can't control it. Yeah, no, that's so he escapes, and then Mexico calms down enough, and then as soon as it calms down enough, they put him back in jail. Just so it escalates again. Well, it's not sustainable at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that, that's the theory about um. They say you. Uh, in fact, when Kanye West went and met with uh, Donald Trump, one of the first things he uh, asked for was like, "You need to release Larry Hoover." Because they said that's one of the things that calmed Chicago down. Was like, all right, if you release arguably the biggest kingpin Chicago's ever seen, well, at least at least as far as black people go, if you release him and put him back on the streets, Chicago will calm down instantly because oh. that's how much weight and respect he carries. Well, I mean, that's a real thing. Like when the king gets taken down, like a power vacuum is created, yeah. and everybody wants that top spot, and there's only one way to get it. So I get it, but um, now the chopper just needs to stay in jail, dog. I'm, like I'm sorry. All right, you say that. He I'm, said. That. I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. That's exactly what that Nigerian. Plausible deniability. All the people who've talked about a chopper, if he's got time to come to Atlanta to kill me, that's on me. Twelve. Not true. Yeah. But nah. I don't think he worried about us. No, the rest of was just a guest. So something completely different. Uh, are y'all gonna go see that Pokemon movie, <laughs> Detective Pikachu? Oh man, probably yeah. Hell That's yeah. probably the only person who could track down No Chapo. When does that movie Detective come out? Detective Pikachu is the only one they could track down No Chapo. <laughs> I think it comes out next year. I'm surprised yeah, it's it how it looks. I'm there. I'm surprised it's a Detective Pikachu movie because when it first came out, the um, I remember the main character from the the Get Down, whatever his name is, Justice. Yeah, there you go. When they first announced they were doing a live-action Pokemon movie, they said he was supposed to play Ash Ketchum, and it's going to be like a retelling of the movie. So now that it's come out as I a Detective Pikachu, that. yeah, that's, how, that's when I first saw it, like a year ago. So now that it's come out as a Detective Pikachu movie, I'm like, huh. That might have been a cold another movie, though, because I've been hearing about Detective Pikachu for a while. Like, it's okay. based off of like, some Japanese video game. Yeah, it's how you Which looks pretty it. cool. Yeah, but, it's on um, 3DS. I've I've heard about Detective Pikachu. I feel like that's always been a thing. So you might have been thinking about a whole other movie. Maybe, but they literally got the same cast though. So we'll see. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Isn't Ryan Reynolds Pikachu? Yeah. 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 Detective Pikachu. Dialogue, oh, excuse me. What the fuck, right? <laughs> well, I'm I'm looking forward to the movie. I was ex- well, I don't know what I was expecting, but when I saw it, I was like, oh, this I'm is like, real. Yeah, Sign me up. I mean, they could have rebooted some other bullshit. So mm. I'm just glad they're trying new things. How do y'all feel about yeah. how the, uh, they look? Pokemon I mean, they look real like. Well, it's it's kind of like that old aesthetic of like Ninja Turtles, and uh, like the Mario movie and shit like that. Well, real like realistic. Where it's combined. Yeah, mm, but the, those movies were kind of gross though, because them niggas were always in the sewer, and that was really weird. Whereas these kind of look more cute and enjoyable. Some of them look cute. Mr. Mime, did Mr. Mime look cute? Mr. Mime scared me. Exactly. But yeah, uh Charizard look weird because like I don't know, I I never picture Pokemon with like fur. I guess, I guess that's essentially it. Besides the ones that distinctly the, right, right, they tried yeah, to make, yeah. they tried to make. Did sex you want a fleshy jigglypuff? Yeah, yeah, that's the alternative. It's, it's fleshy flesh. Jiggly. Oh, fleshy jigglypuff. Does that sound appealing? Oh, to no. I mean, it like <laughs> now when you say fleshy, like her. like imagine fleshy. all these Pokemon with no hair, just flesh. I'm not no, think, think about it exactly like that. Yeah. It's gross. It's shit. gross. Hey man, I'm not saying that he made the wrong decision. <laughs> I'm just saying I never pictured a fuzzy Jigglypuff. That just, that just looks weird to me. A fuzzy Charizard just looks weird. It's a scaly Charizard. He looks fuzzy. All those every Pokemon in there. But you looks can look fuzzy. at the figures. I'm gonna relook at it then, cause I'm rewatch that, cause I don't remember them all being fuzzy. Okay. Uh, well. Could be worse. It could look fleshy. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Like it's just like a like Charmander. Charmander would be fleshy. Ew. 
Like a whole bunch of different types just of penises. Get That's what <laughs> <laughs> like amalgamation of penises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and that's the end of the episode. Uh, <laughs> this, was, uh, this was fun. As always, you can check us out. At... <laughs> so no one was thinking that every what time you said no, the word. Like, no, oh. no, no, just you. Speaking of fleshy, uh, <laughs> so uh, Stallone, <laughs> he co-wrote Creed too. Yeah, yeah. I, I was saying that last episode. I think he was trying to write Creed too, and it came out like yeah, he did actually co-write it. <laughs> so yeah, which explains like the plot. Like the plot's pretty simple. Like you can tell the whole plot. Yeah, this is gonna be good. Did he write like all of the Rockies Probably. and, wrote, and the Creeds? No, he wrote so, all the Rockies. Uh, what's the buddy name? The director? Coogler. Right, yeah, Ryan Coogler. Him and mm. the, his he has this guy he always writes with. He wrote Creed and he wow. presented to uh, Sylvester Stallone because Sylvester Stallone didn't want to do it at first. Mm. He said he spent like three months just pitching the movie to him until Sylvester Stallone finally said, "Okay, cool, I'm gonna do it." So and that's why. So Michael, so I haven't watched many of the. I haven't really watched any of the Rocky movies, but. Michael B. Jordan's trying to train to fight the guy who killed his dad, right? No, no, no. So, in Rocky Four, Apollo Creed dies right. by Ivan Drago. Oh, I'm sorry. He fights the son of the guy. He who fights the son of the guy who killed his father. That's Black Panther. Yeah, I know. Just <laughs> 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 like the biggest show that we Black know. <laughs> they fold my father with Panther clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, my nigga, that wasn't the me. The Russian accent is on. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. If he, he dies, dies, he dies. dies. Oh, yeah, I forgot your comrade. Very Mother Russia? Sashka. Sashka. I have vodka here in bag. Man, Hello, like, auntie. You can tell the entire plot. Who made the potato the salad? Yeah. There's no way he loses twice. But I don't know. There's no way. We all know that way. I mean, it took Rocky two movies. I wish he kind of died. That would be funny. That would be kind of funny. Oh, man, he that. does die in all his movies. He does. Yeah, we talked about that. Except Creed. Except Creed. He got, he got fucked up. He's gonna, <laughs> just wait for it. Soon come. Maybe. Give it time. Have you all checked out the soundtrack? No. Not, yeah, the soundtrack goes. I look at the I look at the uh, the track list. It looks it looks good. It it kind of bumped my it it it. Michael made it slapped it harder than I up. thought. He would. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that crime mob. Oh he my reassembled god. Crime he reassembled crime mob. That yeah, that made me excited. And they do nothing but reference all their old crowd mob songs. And the, Wait, songs. Is the, wretched, the wretched middle schooler in me jumped out. This is on the Creed, or the Creed, yeah, the Creed soundtrack. He got crime mob back together? Yeah. Oh. Okay. This Pretty is high school me yeah. at the club. Like, being, being ecstatic right now. He has right crime mob. He has um, Kendrick Lamar, Pharrell, Sway Lee, of course. Um, who else is on this? Gucci Man. Uh, J. Cole. J. Cole. Ari Lennox. Like just classic, classic. Sounds like good. Mike will be staples, which is good. Mike and then like even how he's has it like structured. It's like uh the walk up, the warm up, round one, round two, championship round. Like, oh, he breaks, it has a theme. Yeah, it has a theme. So even oh, as it listen, should have a theme. Yeah, it, as right. you're listening to it, it's like it's, <laughs> it's a boxing, like this is a boxing movie. Yeah, like you're literally progressing through a fight, and like as the like the, the earlier tracks kind of build up and build up, and then like as it slows down. That reminds me of American Gangster was like that. Yeah, like he really he really built like it the like thing. broke down oh, from yeah. the you, movie. You got your date night songs, you know. So, like oh, it, yeah. I love a album that goes with it and then it tells the story throughout the album and yeah. just the soundtrack. Yeah, it's more of a spoon-fed album as opposed to like the Black Panther soundtrack, which yeah. is like more conceptual. Because I think yeah. uh, Michael B. Jordan came out in a recent interview. He was like, yeah, so the whole Black Panther album, half of it was about T'Challa. T'Challa? T'Challa? T'Challa. And the other half was about um, Killmonger. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the split of that's the split of album. I still haven't really listened to that album, so I didn't really like the Black Panther album that much. I thought it was good. I, I the songs that it did here I were it. good. I liked them. I, I, did, I, I just didn't feel Black like it fit the movie at times. Like, it, it didn't. I didn't feel like that, but I wasn't really trying to hear the weekend during a Black Panther movie. He's so, so right. <laughs> that was so that right. was a little bit off off putting when. Yeah, I didn't really feel like the songs. It's like just slices through like silence. Yeah. Like if this was just like an album you put out alongside the movie and have different songs in the movie, and then yeah, I'm with it. But I didn't really feel like I enjoyed it the whole way during the movie. What was SZA saying on her part? What, what is that SZA song? Ever all, the, saying? all the stars. 
Yo, I finally heard uh, whenever live, like whenever live performances. I was like, yo, what the fuck is like? I watched this so many times I can't look at her the same. I've never seen a good live scissor performance. Remember, but this is post crisis scissor though. Because remember, like, right after Control came out, she was doing so many shows. She came on Twitter and said, I have to retire. Like, I literally wrecked my voice. Nigga, watch her performances be before this. I'm, yeah. Bro, 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 She's just, never been good live. Hey, man, I'm just building an argument here. She's the only I'm person. Who? For who? For who? <laughs> who are you helping? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she, well, I like on list of things that are it. That's not one of them. I hate that she's from St. Louis, and but that's it. I do. She's, I thought she's from New Jersey. No, so this is from Where's She's her, from wherever Where's where her accent from? from? Oh, from I don't know I thought she was from New Jersey <laughs> She sings in cursive <laughs> What? But this is, she does sing in cursive But SZA <laughs> and um, She got those no spaces <laughs> The turns that have been made on that album is crazy like, what? Like, for SZA and Black Panther, the turns people are made on them. Like, I remember when SZA, when Control first came out, everyone loved Control. Everyone mm, loved SZA. That's a good album. And that's now, a great album. And now people are like, oh, man, SZA's trash. And now Black Panther, the album was live movie came out, Black Panther, literally one of the biggest movies of all time. Yeah, a top five best shit. movie of all time. And now everyone like, oh, Black Panther was corny. Now, okay, cool. Michael B. Jordan can't act. We can Which we I've can been agree. Since the very we can agree. Oh, wait, there's like who's disagreeing on that? I mean, to be so to be fair, to be fair, people. to be fair. Now, when you have like, you can actually have a time to breathe. Like, hey, let's yeah. watch it a couple of times to see if it's an actually great movie. I mean, a lot of movies can have a great first impression, but if the movie isn't great the fifth time you watch it, then maybe it's, it is possible when the hype dies down that it's not as great as people originally thought it was. That, no, it's those fair. voices of, of Maleficence in the background that have always been there are coming up saying just like, yo, that movie's been trash. I've been saying this for years. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 it'd be different. People are like, you know what? This movie isn't as great as I thought it would be. It didn't touch on, like, I was projecting a lot of yeah. my own stuff. But people aren't saying that. It's like, no. Black Panther was trash when it came out. It's yeah. been trash this entire time. Nice. Nah, people just y'all just built into the hype. And the now, hate just, people yeah. say builds up over time. People saying it's not a top five Marvel movie is the wildest shit I've seen on on the internet because it definitely is top five. Definitely, even just by looks, like you can take Killmonger out and the acting's still good. Yeah, it's just like, one person's acting. Just basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. He talks in monologues yeah. the whole time, and it's like just somebody, bland. Somebody's like everybody else sounds like they're talking naturally, and he sounds like he's giving a speech, yes. like the whole movie. The whole movie. It yeah. goes from like Black Panther to Shakespeare. It's and like then I'm angry. I want you to know I am angry, but you're not showing any emotion of being actually angry. You killed my dad. Critique. <laughs> the people talking about like the, the visuals were whack. The no. fighting was whack. The CGI was whack. The, the, the CGI was whack, but the visuals were not whack. Yeah. In fact, um, yeah. I enjoy the theory at behind it. the CGI being so whack was that they're making Black Panther around the same time they were making Avengers too. So all of them, all of that money, the Black Panther kind of got the leftovers. What Marvel had left over after um doing all the CGI for Thanos because Thanos looks great. So, yeah. to, so to have Thanos yeah. look so amazing, but the but the CGI of Black Panther be so whack is like. Should have took that out of Spider Man's budget. Yeah. I think that the same thing happened to Spider Man um, already can't afford rent. There was, a, there was another. There was another. I think, <laughs> it, I think it was the Lion King. That happened to the Lion King. Everybody was working on all the best Disney animators were working on. I believe po, it was. I think it was Pocahontas, and then the leftovers got um, Pocahontas is got Lion King. Is it mm-hmm. I watch. Oh yeah, that's not. Yeah. Is it? About, yeah. Huh? Lion King's a what? No. What? She said Pocahontas, Pocahontas is, that, is that movie, and I'm just like, are you sure? Oh. Well, growing up, Pocahontas was fine. Like, in my mind. That's why you liked it? Pocahontas is wild yeah. problematic. Wildly problematic. Oh, for so many reasons. Like, stay Disney away from these white movies. Movies. That was probably the best line in any movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> it is still relevant How today. How true was it? <laughs> no, I mean, that, that movie wasn't accurate, anyways. Like, she wasn't no, even no. that age. She wasn't a teenager. No, she was, she was a whole child. <laughs> they took her from her family and then gave her smallpox and she died. Like 21. It was really sad. This is America. Yeah. Oh, she got a Disney movie, so I'll go with that info. <laughs> yeah, you can check that out on the Disney streaming service. Coming to you soon. Are we, are we sponsored yet? <laughs> no? I am. Nigga, nigga, speak for yourself. He's like, <laughs> he's like you know, Mickey Mouse check. Spin this on drugs, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bad Jew joke in there somewhere. <laughs> no, Walt Disney being anti-Semitic, but that's one of the story. Yeah, I'll still take the check though. 
Yeah. Have you listened to Oxnard? I listened to it. No. You fucking with it? I love Anderson Pack singing. Not the best mm-hmm. fan of him rapping. And I felt like it was a little too much of him rapping, but where he sings, it's where he really shines. He already had a whole lot of features on that. He had a, a bunch. Um, what really stood out to me was a track called Six Summers. Like the first half of it is just him rapping, and honestly, like the track's kind of bad. But then he changes like everything up and just starts singing, and it becomes a beautiful track. It's the mm. weirdest thing. Mm. Yeah, that was probably like one of the things that I didn't so much like about it. I guess it was his rapping. I was like, damn, I can't put my finger on it. But some of these songs are just meh. That's the rapping. No, I think Anderson Pop's a good rapper. No, it's not that he's bad, like at any. But that's not what <laughs> but I'm he's here a ra- for. He's a rapidy rap ass nigga. Like we are here for. Like no one's here to listen to him rap. And like, his choruses not, are really good. Mm. You can sing along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like not he's like disrespect for his line, to his lines or his bars or anything like that. It's just that's just not what made him famous. As it's a, not it's just as as a musician, you feel like he's a lot better if he's singing. Yeah. And I like it's most of the time. It's just easier. Not even just his voice is just he has a very unique singing voice, and that's what people. I think that's what draws people to him, is like how that voice sounds. And yeah, I never seen people flock and love a man who's so like sh- chauvinistic. Oh yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, he he is. oh my god, he is. I like him a lot though. But, like, you can play. Yeah. That, you, you, you can play that music around your mother and your grandmother. They're like, yeah, so I think I like him better when he's with like uh, Free Nationals in yeah knowledge in knowledge bro. yeah because uh, Oxnard was produced by Dr. Dre. This is his first in the school after my album. I mean, oh. if we can get it, well, just put it on so we can get a new worries too. Like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, like, I heard, I heard they patched it up. Whatever. Oh, yeah, listen, whatever that was, I'm glad it's gone. I'm glad it's over so we can get a new worries too. But there was beef? He, he just said that he wasn't really, that, um, Anderson Park said that Nautilus uh, wasn't really fucking with him at the time. They were on different wavelengths. I mean, that's what happens when one of them blows up. Yeah, but Nautilus <laughs> is his own. Like producer, like he's been yeah. producing stuff I mean, for years. But one of them blew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anderson. I mean, but at the same time, Anderson Park was doing. Um, he was working with Dr. Dre before. Yeah. I mean, Sweet. I mean, Sweet. I mean, Sweet is old though. Sweet is pretty mm-hmm. old. Like Anderson Park's been on like Apple commercials, Google commercials, YouTube. Com- he's been getting his money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and plus knowledge is he's a very ni- he's a niche producer. Very like, niche. like if you're if you're into like Bandcamp. SoundCloud, hip hop, lo-fi, then yeah, you know who knowledge is, but it's a lot harder for them to break the mold of like being a larger artist. Like my like mind design. Like his his last album, Body Watch, that was like an absolutely amazing album. Yo, that shit was smooth. But yeah, it's it's a it's a it's an amazing album, but since he's on the you know, he's the like the chill wave, lo-fi, hip hop kind of wave, like that's a lot it's a lot harder for those type of artists to like break through into like the more mainstream. Band is a park, he I mean, he, I guess he, he was never on that wave, but it was like he took, I guess like when he grew up with no words, he kind of like gave more shine to him. But since he's not that type of artist to like break into, I guess like bigger mainstream consciousness. Yeah. Which, yeah, I feel that. Which I, I think is interesting. Like, and it's what every one of his albums to me sound different. Like no worries sounds different from uh, Malibu, which sounds different from uh, Venice, which Venice and Malibu probably have the most similar sound, mm-hmm. I would I would say. But I think those those are also like free national albums. Yeah, well. I feel it. But I feel like Malibu was like his breakout album. Yeah. And yeah. that's also the album he didn't rap on at all. True. It true. sound like a soul album almost. But do you think, it did. But do you think because yeah. Dr. Dre produced it and it's like Dr. Dre's a hip hop producer that Anderson Park kind of felt, I don't say pressured, but more no, too rad. Too rad. I would I would I would imagine that he would. But, but I mean, Bubbling was an amazing song. Yeah, I really like Bubbling, but and it's not on oh, album. Yeah. But I don't know and why. It's not I, I wouldn't want an entire album of like Bubbling. Bubbling. <laughs> yeah, oh, I yeah. Agree. I'll give you that. Agreed, and it's just like <laughs> only thing I can really say I feel like Dr. Dre pressured him onto was Dr. Dre's verse on the album. But I was just like, why the fuck is Dr. Dre rapping in 2018? I do think that's one of the weakest. He probably put him in like a chokehold. It was like, yeah, nigga, <laughs> yeah, Doc. You thought Shook was the only one? That, uh, <laughs> the song Dr. Dre's on that song and like six summers. Six summers is it's a conceptually it's a good song, but the whole the whole song revolves around like uh, the idea of six summers. Like, how to explain it? It's like Kanye's five like, a day for five, you know. No, it's no. like social commentary. It's a, yeah, it's a social commentary. So he's talking about like the presidency and how like this shit gonna keep going for six for at least six summers, 
and we're going to have to deal with this for at least three summers. So the three summers he's referring to is the end of Trump's term. So when he talks about it, referring to three summers, somebody, yeah, we're going to be have to live like this until Trump's out of office. But it's going to be at least another six years before we have to actually get like gun control. The whole, the whole song yeah, about gun, gun control is about um, how America's set up. Kids getting shot in yeah, schools. Yeah, like that's the whole the whole song revolves around that. So like conceptually, it's a great song, and when you really dig into it, it's like, oh, you're talking. He eventually he comes out, Mr. President. Like he makes it. Like the song opening, opening line has Trump in it. Yeah, mm. and like yeah. that's a that's a song I was talking about where he's rapping on early, and I'm just like, huh. But then like he's saying, it's like I feel this. Like mm-hmm. this is real. That's the that's the, I do I do prefer the, the singing aspects of it. But um, the song he has a, a cheers. The song he has a Q-tip. That song's a dedication to Mac Miller. He's all like, uh, I see you go my clothes when I close my eyes. Him and Mac Miller's real tight. And the whole song's about how he misses Mac Miller and how he feels, how he's upset at all these other people who are, like showing this fake love now. Cause I, now that Mac Miller passed away, it's like, oh, all y'all Mac Miller fans, all y'all really say y'all really fuck with Mac Miller. Mac, you talked to him one time, you don't really know him. You haven't spoke to his family. You haven't spoke to any, anything of. You know, like since he's died, you're Sounds doing like all this Sounds like some grieving stuff. Yeah, and then when Q-Tip comes Talk on, shit, Q-Tip's referencing like how he had, had his relationship with Fife and how that was strained for so long, and how like just when they started getting back cool again, he passed away, and like that's the like the beautiful aspect that's on like so there's certain songs on here that's like, oh you're actually talking about something as opposed to like, fuck these bitches make my money, you feel me? But it's yeah. Anderson Park, so that's what I go to Anderson Park for. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Suede is only like that. The that second one, though, where he's just like, "Fuck these bitches." <laughs> Malibu is just kind of. <laughs> Malibu is like Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Yeah. <laughs> that's like one track. <laughs> Malibu is like a very soulful album. It is soulful. I give you that. No, no, that's good. That's it's good. like that soul trap. It's like trap soul. It's trap soul. Yeah, it's like it's own little section of something happening now where everybody can sing a rap but the rapping is just not that great have y'all listened to blood orange uh negro swan no no you should i don't know they've been out for a while you should definitely check out that i've been talking about them for a while too and like you should, you're gonna like them and i just haven't it's, listened to them it's like, a good listen it's a good listen i had that shit on repeat for like they perform a lot week. in atlanta though oh i believe it this would be a perfect place for them mm-hmm is it a group or I thought it was like a person or I uh, thought it was a it's, guy. It's, a, it's uh, Dev Hines and it, I guess like the people who makes music with him. Oh, okay. But it's Fuego nonetheless. Yeah. Like, I definitely recommend it. It's uh, the name of the group, I guess, is Blood Orange and the album was Negro Swan. You know, like all of the like Ethiopian like yoga houses, like the yeah. West End, they go. Like, I know they like this, like big in that part of the community, I guess. I'm just like, oh, okay. Ethiopian yoga houses. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a very niche market. Yeah, it's extremely niche. Yeah. Might have to uh, check it out. They have the best food. Oh, and they have grub. Nice. All right, so are we all a track called Quest fans here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah. let me ask a question that could potentially break this podcast up. Midnight Marauders <laughs> or Low End Theory? Midnight Marauders. Midnight Marauders. Dance. I, I mean... There's, there's. Gonna, go ahead. You, you just, mm. Low end theory. That was a pivotal one. I mean, that's it, one was, that, it was. It that was, was one the, that influenced. Yeah, the, that was one that influenced everybody, everybody else. Oh, and yeah. without that album, we can't have everything else. You can argue that without low end theory, we don't have like southern trap music. Because the low end theory, the reason it's called low end theory because they they, they simplified the bass. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they did the bass. They said they lit. They made the album to live in the low end. And they made that sound popular. There was a lot of there was a lot of songs Maybe. in the eighties that used eight oh weights heavily. Have you yeah, guys? I, I, I can only tell. Have I can you guys ever watched their documentary? Yeah, Beach Runs for Life. Yeah, yeah and it was, it was talk, amazing. And like artists like Pharrell and everybody talks about like how the Low End Theory was like the album that inspired them to create music mm-hmm. and things like that. And yeah, it was an amazing documentary. I agree, but it's just like without that album, like so yeah. much we want to have. Yeah, personally, I, I listen to Midnight Marauders. Yeah, yeah, I just listen to more songs no, from Midnight Marauders. I, I feel it. Midnight Marauders flow better for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it depends on the day for me. Like, I do think Midnight Marauders has a better narrative sound, but like the low end theory, low end theory just bangs more to me. Yeah, like, some, sometimes like, you just gotta listen to excursions. Personally, yeah. I just like beats, rhymes, and life. But I also like beats, rhymes, and life. I never listened to that album. That's, I love how you're in the middle and you ask the question. I'm gonna split this whole group up. Like you're like, well, it just depends no, on the day pe- for me. People fight to tooth and nail about 
Really? About those two albums? Yeah. Like, you either Midnight Marauders well, first, or the Lonely Most Trap Call Quest fans are New York niggas. And yeah. Oh, yeah. They always gotta fight something to fight over. I fight about anything. You know what I love to do? Meet people from New York and say, I do not like Nas. <laughs> and you just, really just live on and the just, edge, and just watch them. Just how could you not like? And then like, oh, what are you talking about? Just talk about how bad New York pizza is too. <laughs> Spit on the Timlins. Nothing. Put your chains off your necks. But um, the reason I asked about uh. The track of course, because it's been a 25 year anniversary since Midnight Marauders came out. But speaking mm-hmm. of Nas, um, on his album Nasir, they just released like the visual movie to go along with the album which is essentially every song well it's like six songs i think six seven songs so it's like they did every song on there except for bonjour and there's like a video that plays from one it's like uh jay-z streets is watching how every video plays into the next one it plays into the next one mm-hmm. and it it makes you appreciate nazir more like watching that i was like oh man nazir is great but listening to nazir when it came out i was like oh that's a mid for a nas album for like and for a kanye west produced nas album you're yeah. like and what you thought it was going to be? Nah. But if you're watching it, like, go do that. Go on YouTube, type in Nazir, and watch it. It's How long is it? 16 minutes. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I don't need it to be like a smooth three and 57 seconds. One music video. <laughs> <laughs> you just yes. pick one music video at random, watch it, and then make your opinion on if it based gonna, solely on that. Just that one? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to do that. People do it all the What's time. it called, Nazir? <laughs> like, and I need something short and sweet. I don't want to watch 16 minutes. I can watch, like... So many things. Sixteen <laughs> minutes. Do you guys? Did y'all ever get in the Wu Tang Clan? Yes. Not really. Mm. Yes and no. I mean, I know about them. Do you ever watch their songs? Uh, you ever listen to Thirty Six Chambers? Mm. Yeah. Nope. All right. So that's also that twenty five year anniversary of Thirty Six Chambers. Nice. That's a lot of twenty year anniversaries. Yeah, it's the twentieth anniversary of Lauren Hill too. Yeah. Mm. And Great. I, I saw her perform live <laughs> for Camp Flogna on. YouTube because they they had it live. Yeah, that was it. Can't fuck like that. That was uh, it, it was disappointing to watch. Is it but, ever not disappointing? But like that was my first time actually seeing her perform, and it was it was the talent's gone. It's not there. She's still getting paid, and then they ended up kicking her off the stage. Which time did she go on? <laughs> she was only like twenty minutes late, which is good for her. And yeah. she was supposed to perform the day before. Yeah. Twenty four hours and twenty minutes. <laughs> no, so her voice like. She was basically harmonizing to her songs where the background singers were actually singing them. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was wow. bad. Like, no. She had to have a hype man there because like, she changed up all... Like, she wasn't even singing the songs like how they were made. Like, yeah, she can't, though. Cause... No, I thought she could now. I don't know about that. Didn't, like, they pat- didn't they do something where she can now sing her music or something like that? Um, all I know is she got sued heavily by all, like, uh, John Legend. He did an interview. and um, Wait, why did he sue her? Why did he sue her? Because Lauryn Hill... And Miss Edgehead, Lauryn Hill, Lauryn Hill only wrote and produced like one song on the album. Really? The rest was a, yeah. The rest was a group. Like and John Legend was a John Legend was a part of that yeah, group. John Holy shit! Yeah, that's John amazing. Legend, yeah, John How old was John Legend? John Legend. He wow, was that's this great. before he. This, I think that was before he even got with Kanye. They suing her because she's not paying them for it. They didn't get credited for it. Like, oh. on every song it said written and produced like by Lauren Hill. That's they crazy. She, she They're still the suing her twenty plus years later. No, they sued her like not too long after the album came out. Oh, but okay. since she's been touring, mm-hmm. like. That's why, like, I think part of the suit is, like, she can't perform. I mean, she's singing every song, but it's yeah, just, she, like, you can do the, versions. But she can't, yeah, exactly. She can't do this, the version that's on the album. I but either him. way, even if she could do the version on the album or if she couldn't, she obviously can't any. Like, she, she doesn't have the ability to do it anymore. Gone. Yeah. I don't know. I, I saw Lauryn Hill live three years ago because mm-hmm. she did a Howard's. Um, R&B concert. Yeah, she was supposed to be there the year before that. <sighs> no, she was like, she was late for that though. She was like forty-five minutes late. It was horrible. Damn, that's lucky. But yeah, she, um, <laughs> that's a good. Yeah, once she came out, she still, she did the songs, but it's the altered versions of it, and it's to the point that people were so upset, people were like walking out. Yeah, no, like, was, up, like it upset. was bad. I didn't want to see that shit. I was very disappointed. <laughs> but people have like such a visceral, like connection to those albums. Like they hear Zion and like have Zion be like. Uh, Means so much to you, like, yeah. like the first, like the first time I ever got high, I, I listened to song Zion. So every time I listen to it, like I'm like, dang, I, I just want to smoke weed. Yeah. Speaking of Zion, like the end of the show, she was like, I'm gonna bring out my son so he can perform a song. And I was like, oh, she's about to bring out Zion, and she's like, meet my son Josh. And I was like, who the, <laughs> who the, Josh? He's like, <laughs> the worst part was like. The worst part was like they, you that's when, the like she started uh, performing whatever Drake song where they sample her, like mm-hmm. they started playing that and Josh was supposed to rap to it and they just cut the show like they just they cut that shit. 
Like he, he was out there, he had the mic and everything, they just cut it and they kicked him off the stage. It was wild. Yo. Probably, did somebody clip that? Probably because he couldn't you have to you have to pay for that. I mean nobody wanted to see fucking Josh to begin with. <laughs> was like Josh an adult or was he like a little he's kid? Like sixteen, seventeen. Um, she probably also didn't like plan like to run that by anybody. She's kinda like I'm I mean she was already this. over her time. She doesn't yeah. like to have her who's like in control and mm-hmm. is organized. But uh, so. how did how did I like that though? The fact you could like stream a concert on YouTube. I thought it was really cool that I could actually like see a live performance and not be there mm-hmm. it kind of sucked that it was like west coast hours mm-hmm. yeah but like just the fact that i could still experience a concert live from my bedroom was really really yeah, that's cool how I felt, um that year True. uh you remember when outcast performed at coachella they streamed that on youtube i think i was i don't want to say it's the first year but that was the first year i, I watched like a coachella streaming was they streamed Beyonce too. Yeah, they did beyonce they did, i didn't watch it but i know they, they did uh, kendrick, <laughs> they did kendrick uh the year before I so, probably mm-hmm. won't start watching those and, unless they do something amazing with the graphics to make it different from, like, it a completely different experience. Because, like, if I'm, if I'm just watching, like, somebody's, like, shows, like, I can just watch that at any time. It doesn't matter if it's live or not. I'm not there, so it's not as good of an experience. But if they can create an experience of watching something, streaming something, and have, like, a totally different graphical experience, then, yeah, I'll, I'll probably be into okay. it. So that's coming. So, like, currently, right now, if you have... um. Like the Oculus or yeah, Gambino did that. Yeah, Gambino. Did. Well, if you had a, a PlayStation View virtual thing, what's it called Madrid? PlayStation <laughs> VR. Yeah, yeah, PlayStation VR. You can like watch NBA game in, in virtual reality. Yeah, if they if they did something like, like that and have like you know spaceships and like if if they did that for like Astro World. Mm-hmm. That would that that would have been amazing, like having like a, a oh, having the rides, yeah, having the, having the rides, or like in space or something like that. If they could do that, like I saw I saw some of the, like the graphics of the of the show, how like the floor, like like Drake's tall Drake store has like the floor is you know, the floor is lava. Yeah, no, like the floor has like <laughs> LED lights or whatever. If they could do that within VR and have like an entire have, you know, that experience, then yeah, I'll be I'll be doing I'll be I'll be in the streaming. Yeah, but I, I think what they're working on trying to do is do it like. So instead of going to a place for a concert, you can like just do it inside your house, do like virtual reality. And yeah. so it also helps like uh, like Chief Keef. Chief Keef's banned from a lot of places. So you know how to get the two bar hologram. They're trying to pitch like, all right, Chief Keef, you're alive, but do this hologram and we display this hologram by concerts instead of people like so like so now you can perform. Who's gonna like, pay Monday. for I mean I guess people do. People for do. Chief Keef? Oh, for people what? love Chief Keef. If the price is right. I mean, I guess, you know, and I should have represented because no, no, he is from Illinois. No, I just no, be like, no I don't cap, get it. No cap. Chief Keef might be the most influential rapper the last yeah, 10 years. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if the price is right, like if it's cheap enough, people will do that shit. Yeah. I mean, like more people will do it too. So you still make the same amount of money. Yeah. So I think that's going to be like the new thing. Like eventually you can go on a whole, you can just pick a city. Like, all right, I want to go to when Drake performs and. Canada, and it's yeah. better than someone. I feel like that would open up more for more for venues because instead of having, like how in stadiums, it's like everybody's facing a one. Like if it was like a a bit a larger room, mm-hmm. but like the musicians are like you know different spots within yeah, the venue. And, and think about it, they can do. They, they, it's almost there. Like you've seen the uh, the three hundred and sixty uh, commercials now. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, y'all haven't seen those three hundred and sixty commercials. No. Y'all don't. Y'all didn't see that uh, that degree commercial with uh, Steph Curry. Where if you had your, if you yeah. clicked the thing, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so it thinks that they shoot they shoot everything like that. This this make a live stream. You can be in the concert. You can look around and actually see the people that are there. Oh, they do that on Periscope. And they have it for, I don't know. I don't they for uh, Gambino has a concert up on YouTube from a couple of years ago where you like it's. You can hold your phone up and like literally look around, look at people in the crowd and everything. It's actually really cool. They get on Facebook too. Nobody gets on Facebook. I get on Facebook. Facebook is the wild. Did you see that video of that person with the? Oh, he was holding the chicken. And he started threatening the chicken with a knife. <laughs> what? I thought you were about the neck guy for a second. Yeah. Oh, that was, my, that was my next point. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, y'all see the, the, the video yeah. of the guy with the deer? He did this, with the, the same thing with the chicken, but he had a deer. And he was like holding the deer. He was like, yo, Facebook. I have no idea what y'all talking about. Yo. You know. <laughs> I do yeah. not know. You know. I don't know these. Facebook over here. I don't know what you're yeah, talking you're about. Russian bot. Come bro. back to Facebook. Robot Mark Zuckerberg over here. Or you the one that tweeted out the photo of the neck guy? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't get on Facebook. Sure you don't. Hold on, I got you. I really don't know which neck guy you're talking yeah. about. But and I don't know why they call him the neck really guy. It really is the Wild West. Like, it's... <laughs> anything. It, it's, any, anything goes. Hey, y'all heard about Facebook Live? What? What about what? They always I mean, about yeah. I mean, when does Facebook tell them the truth? Yeah. Talking about like about our privacy and stuff. Right. <laughs> not, not that. So um, so you know how everything's like moved to video now. So like uh, new segments, everything's like you go on YouTube and you watch everything, right? Mm-hmm. So that's all because of Facebook. 
So face so when all these uh news organizations and different people like writers and stuff like that. So when they came out, they said, Yeah, Facebook, you should start using our system, put everything on Facebook because everyone has a Facebook account. You link your your stuff to your Facebook page, everyone gets on Facebook, they see your stuff. So then through that Facebook's analytics, they said, Well actually the people who do video are getting a lot more popular now. Mm-hmm. So everyone starts all like honestly Facebook in so many words like oh, you should start moving everything to video, right? Turns out those all those numbers were embellished, and Facebook knew years ago that those numbers were embellished. So like the the the, the drought of writers there is now. A lot of when, remember when ESPN, all those people start getting fired and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's all a result of that because they needed like you can't be more than just a writer. You had to be able to be an on camera talent. You had to be a personality. Yeah, you had to be a personality. That mm-hmm. this whole idea of moving personality, video personality, all that was because of what Facebook said and Facebook lied. They're driving uh-huh. their own numbers up. So now, like, thousands of people are not out of a job. The journalism industry nearly died. So they create, they, Facebook essentially created an entirely new market, a new economy off of a lie. Oh, yeah. Wow. And, like, now, like, you, can, you go to school for journalism, it's like, who are you going to write for? Oh, like, first off, I don't think the journalism industry nearly died off of just Facebook. Not second, not, no, 20 no. years ago, you could say, you go into school for journalism, who are you going to write for? Yeah, but like, think about it this way. So, the we'll move the t- conversation kind of towards sports. So currently, if you guys understand, um, not Louisville, Arizona, they're under uh, this big sanction for the NCAA because of they've been paying their players or whatever, right? You guys mm-hmm. heard about that? Yeah, of course. Okay, so twenty years ago, like you were saying, every news country, every news uh, paper in the country would have been there at these hearings because that meant that meant a lot more to people. And because like if your own personal, if your school in your state, the biggest school in your state, is under sanction by the NCAA and they can get the death penalty, which is like could be threatened right now. What your newspaper would be there? The death penalty is in the college NCAA, sports. Yeah, it's not it, the same. It's not like they're actually. Oh, kill okay. Yeah, no, okay. No, no, definitely is like they say you're have institution, you have lack of institutional control, and we're gonna shut down your team. Like you can't oh. play football, you can't play basketball for three seasons. They'll kill your program. And, yeah, oh, okay. Like yeah, that's kind of impossible so, like, to rebuild. So that's so that thread is out right. right really? Now. It's not impossible, but it's like coming back from that, your program will never be yeah, the same. Yeah, your program never begins, but never be the same. So like the only the NCAA only done it once. And that team was it Penn State. Happened, like no, it was they didn't even do the Penn State. That's wild. They did the SMU. Over what? Overpaying players. But not the 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 fuck the NCAA. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, twenty years ago, like you were saying, every newspaper in the country would have been there because it's that big news. But it's they said currently there's five. But like that's also journalism is different now. Like you don't have to be there all the time, and it's just like everything is online nowadays. So everything you can, you don't need to be online. Or you, all you need is access to a computer. Yeah, but like even like but ESPN's also, there. what's new about that story though? Like it just seems to me like nothing. That's nothing new about that story to a point where I'm just like, I want to know about it. You could argue that that's actually more indicative of how less we care about college sports or the NCAA punishments. No, but college sports is on, is arguably bigger. Than professional sports, they have a more rabid fan base because everyone's going to college and everyone roots for the college team, and they're continuing to root for the college team for life. Exactly, but like the NCAA, the NCAA tournament is the most watched sporting event next to the Super Bowl. I believe that, but like outside of America, college sports don't mean anything. You could have fucking this is not, well, not sign, but like other college players go to literally anywhere, and nobody knows who the fuck they are. I think it's, like, really big in the South. When I moved to the South versus when I was in Illinois, college football wasn't a big deal. But we did have state teams. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, down yeah. here, you don't really have state teams. So it makes sense why college football would be a lot bigger. But even still, it's just, like, for from a person who was not a, a very big football fan and college football fan, that doesn't seem very shocking to me. Like, I mean, I didn't know what certain terms were as far as, like, death penalties or... Because I was just like, they're going to kill niggas off a football plan? Like, yo, <laughs> like, that's crazy. That's straight. This is like, I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to get into this a little bit. This but no, but that's like, like, CTA. But that wasn't the point I was trying to make. The point I was trying to make was um, 20 years ago. Like He said, 20 years ago, who are you right for? Like I said, 20 years ago, like every newspaper would have been there. But because of what Facebook did, there's a drought in journalism. Because people thought journalism was dying. And it, like the idea of writing... Was well, what considered? You know what? Let me say this. It's, it's also to the point of what? Who's considered a journalist? Because 
Okay, example, Afropunk. Do you guys ever go to their website and read any of their... Afropunk will hire anybody. Man, you know. like, I, one day... On Facebook. On Facebook, there, yeah. One of their posts popped up, and I was reading, I was just like, yeah. It's horrible. It's absolutely, like, no what one knows. It, it, I don't know. It just made no sense. I was like, no one's using periods. There's no, like, right punctuation. Yeah. Just stream of and I was like, so anybody, and, like, at the bottom, it said journalist. Da, 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 da. I was like, this... So anybody can just say that they're a journalist. So yeah, there's no there's no value put in literature anymore. So I can just be like, when I get out of school, I want to write for Afropunk or I want to write for but it, whatever you, other. But oh. that's just like the medium's changing. Like we don't read newspapers. Like our newspaper no, is Twitter. Exactly. That's the thing. The medium didn't change. Facebook said the medium was changing, and therefore the me- the medium's changed now because of what Facebook said. How long ago was this? Could, this is five ten years ago. But you can blame you could blame Facebook for. People at ESPN getting fired, yeah, sure. But I don't. You can't blame Facebook for journalism dying. That BuzzFeed did more for that than anybody. But vlogging is a very oh. big thing, anyway. Yeah, it is. anybody but, would. But, but Facebook influenced. Influenced. That. What I'm saying. No, the the argument. I thought YouTube influenced it. Wasn't YouTube bigger than Facebook as far as like blogs and stuff? Because I've now seen the influx depending of videos on, on Facebook on now. Yeah, that you, money, yeah. Yeah, but that was. Um, yeah, but YouTube's also like bought by Google now, so YouTube's the second largest search engine in the world. So, yeah, that's definitely yeah. also come up for them. Yeah, so, but that the bag. But the thing is, like now, like you're saying, that's medium. We don't read newspapers anymore. We don't do these things anymore. We don't like read. We'd rather watch a video, of someone talking about an album, than read someone's review of an album. Mm-hmm. That's the argument, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you can listen. Facebook, no, yeah, or you can listen. Facebook has influenced. Idea. Facebook has influenced that because they were saying this is what people are doing. If you want to stay relevant, you should do this. When in reality, that wasn't the case. People were watching videos just so much they're reading it, but Facebook said no, people are just watching videos. So which made people move to just watching. Oh. Which made producers just start producing videos, and there were more people start producing videos. People stopped reading. I think the, the industry would have trend toward that anyways. To be honest, like we. I mean, that's an argument. You can say that. To like. Twitter's help with that too. Like I don't most of my news now I don't get from specific journalists. I get from people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And that's created a whole problem of fact checking and stuff. But it's also like True. the mediums change. Like we like our content a lot shorter and we consume it a lot faster. That's true. I don't know. I read most of my well, yeah, I don't but get you my have news a Facebook on Facebook and not a Twitter account. Well, so you know what, you're right. If you wanna, <laughs> no, I'm gonna say you're right because like I'll go and, on Huffington Post. Facebook page or CNN or like MSNBC actual Facebook page. Because that was like go through their like information of their new page. Who's grandma? What are the other outlets for news again? I know these are like legit ones. I don't know the other ones. People post stuff and I'm just like, I've never heard of this. So nine times out of ten, I'm just not going to read it. But I know for a lot of people, it's not the same. Do you believe everything you read? No, I don't believe everything I read. Because there's a lot of times where, you know, people can go back and they can change it. Yeah. And we're all human and we make mistakes. Yeah. So I was reading something, like, the other day, right? But it's called research, you know? Read yeah. more than one thing. Yeah. Or one check. different source. Yeah. yeah. So, um, check, like, check. Chambly, they do, like, a lot of those uh, Facebook posts and stuff. like. So like, Chambly? I think that's what they're called, Chambly. The city of Chambly? It's a company, right? So going, going, going probably called Facebook, they say they'll know more about you. About what you like on Facebook and what you view on Facebook, mm-hmm. and like they'll analyze all that information and they'll take it and compile it and they can sell you anything. They oh exactly yeah, they most definitely for. can. So yeah, but so, that's not new either though. No, yeah, not, I'm not so surprised. That, so when that same that company, happens. they said on their test of uh, masculinity, they have like bring it back all the way back to Wu Tang. They said Wu Tang essentially 36 chambers that's on their list. So they say how much you like Wu Tang determines how much of a man you are. Because the more, the more masculine stuff. men like Wu Tang. So if you say, uh, if you don't like Wu Tang because it's, it's so toxic masculinity, it's so so highly filled within it, and their music that if you like Wu Tang, if you love Wu Tang, you're like a manly man. If you just like, oh, Wu Tang's cool, you're like kind of in the middle. And if you don't like Wu Tang at all, what if you like Future? Yeah, yeah. Future's like modern day Wu Tang. So if they, if they're not talking about Future, then clearly they're not up on game. And yet. I love Future. But honestly, analytics are old. using. Using exactly. Wu Tang and analytics is something some Facebook niggas would do. For yeah. Them. Oh, man, to be honest, there's some Wu Tang niggas. We're going to hit them with those. We're going to see this one coming. Yeah, what a black kid's like. Wu Tang Clan. I listen to that. I'm from Martin. Wu Tang Clan strikes again. Hey, man, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I mean. The first of all, your bombs, nigga. <laughs>
wrap that shit up, nigga. So, <laughs> this has been episode 14 of Three Piece Set Podcast. You can check us out everywhere that podcasts are found. Fuck with Apple Podcasts. That's Spotify. That's yeah, Stitcher. That's, that's all the really That's Google matters. Play. Stitcher? Yeah. Like internet radio. Uh-huh. Just know that we out you. Okay. I feel behind. Every time I come here, I'm like, shut up. That's not nice. <laughs> so, as always, you can follow us at 3 p Set Pod on Twitter. Uh, check us out on Instagram, 3 p Set Pod. You can follow me, Madrid, at SpeedwagonX on Twitter. Zenwa. Where can the people find you? You can also find me on Twitter at underscore spirit gun. Sassy, where can the people find you? You can find me on Instagram. I don't know the name. Sassy underscore Lady underscore Thomas. Yeah, that's it. How do you not know your name? That's the one. Ashton, where can the people locate uh, you? You can find me on Twitter at Ashton Stampede with underscores in there. So figure it out. You'll figure it out. Josh, where are you located? I am I Know Jones everywhere. I Know Jones everywhere. And as always, this was a No It's Good production.